This is Dubai Eye 103.8. Getting it right, striking the work-life balance. Now, let's turn our attention to, well, from one box to another, founded back in February 2018. Blooming Box is basically a simplified online gifting platform offering a wide range of products under five main categories. They've catered uh, to more than 6,000 orders since their inception uh, a couple of years ago, have sold more than 180,000 flowers. Smelling of roses here in the studio is their co-founder, Tarek Abu Samra, who joins us live in studio. Tarek, thanks for being with us. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much indeed for uh, taking time to speak to us here uh, today uh, on Starting Up. Um, Let's talk about your journey, if we can. Uh, You've set up a couple of companies in the past. Yes. Uh, how was uh, the journey this time around for Blooming Box? Um, and actually, all those companies is what led me to Blooming Box eventually okay. because I've I've learned that you know we commonly say that follow your passion generally in life, um, and then I realized that you need to bring in a bit of logic to that passion. Uh, passion itself won't uh, keep a business going. Uh, you kind of need those both elements to keep a business running. So I've launched a business based on passion only, and I've lost uh, I've I've launched a business based on pure logic. And what I realized is that. If you don't have both together, unfortunately, I feel that both businesses, hence Blooming Box today with both. Um, and it's all started when you saw a gap in the market, is that yes. right? Yes, yeah. correct. So uh, just to give you a quick brief about Blooming Box. Please, um, yeah. uh, in 2010, both me and my current partner, Jaya, had the chance to work for a leading e-commerce at that time, or was a startup, then became a leading e-commerce. And then and there, we fell in love with the e-commerce concept, and we knew the potential just then and there. Um, and what happened is that uh, we both separated ways. In uh, 2017, we bumped back into each other and we realized that we've, we have an unfulfilled passion uh, towards e-commerce that has not been fulfilled yet. Uh, hence, we decided to launch an e-commerce. Now, why Blooming Box? Is because we, we noticed that there's a major gap in the gifting industry. At that time, websites were too cluttered. Uh, they were not simplified. Uh, the high-end looking products were too expensive. The low to medium were somehow still not too cheap. And we decided to launch a concept that's simplified for people who don't understand uh, whatever it is, flowers, chocolates, and cakes. Um, And we created something that we'd like to call uh, affordable luxury product line. And that's where we are. Uh, And affordable luxury is something like Pachi, uh, for instance. Uh, That's an affordable uh, luxurious line. Uh, They have product ranges from 80 dirhams all the way till 2000, but you're happy to buy it either or. Okay, so the gap is is you're you're providing an, an, an amazing quality thing at perhaps a better price. A better point, price, is that right? So sort correct. of maison de fleur, would that be a competitor of um, yours? They're more focused on flowers. Uh-huh. We're more of a gifting platform. Yep. And they are, uh, I think they're they're like the Lamborghini of the industry. We're like the Mercedes of the industry. Okay. That's how we'd like to compare it. In terms of the challenges that you've faced yes. along the. The the, the 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 whole setup. Uh, I mean, setting up an e-commerce platform is a competitive market at the moment. Um, sourcing the products is essential as well. We talked about the hundred eighty thousand flowers that you've been responsible uh, for uh, sending out to well wishers. But it's not just about the flowers as well. Cakes, chocolates, plants, homewares Correct. as well. Uh, how do you balance that time between obviously setting up the platform, marketing it, but also sourcing the products? So. The biggest challenge we face generally as an e-commerce, and I believe every e-commerce has that sort of challenge, is logistics. Once you've solved the logistical barrier between you and the customer, uh, product R&D becomes uh, quite smooth. 
to us, we've always, I mean, we have a, a, a wide product variety pipeline uh, for, for the next few years. Uh, but because we've had such challenges in the logistical side of the business, we were able to outcome that by signing with different companies and testing out different ones. And have you solved that by outsourcing certain parts? So let, let me tell you a quick story. Mm. I think mm. I'm, it might help you guys understand where I'm coming from. When we launched, we launched 7th of Feb 2018, a week before Valentine's. We had a bit of a quantity to sell uh, for the business. And, uh, you know, un unexpectedly, we sold out. We had to actually shut down the site for a month and a half because we were sold out. And uh, we signed up with a delivery company, a very reputable one, to cater those fulfillments because we had deliveries all across the UAE. And just the night before Valentine's at 11 p.m., we get a call saying, sorry, guys, we can't cater your orders. We had about 150 orders at that time. It was 11 p.m. What, what are we going to do? Now, thankfully, both me and my partner are both problem uh, solvers. Uh, we try to think of the solution. We called friends, family, you name it, uh, neighbors, uh, our suppliers at that time. We called all the delivery companies and we were delivering, all of us, me, my wife, uh, my family, my friends, uh, till midnight uh, on Valentine's. Thankfully, we fulfilled all the orders. Uh, but from that experience, it taught us a lot about logistics and it made us understand that you can't just rely on one company because they might pull the plug uh, at any moment. So today we signed up with seven different companies, um, that being one of the solutions. And we also have our own uh, logis uh, logistics. So diversification, fleet. quite important. Risk, of course. Risk management. Okay. So, yeah. Um, in terms of the balance, though, at the moment, um, and that's one thing that we like to focus on, focus on in this particular segment, uh, getting your, your company off the ground, 24-7 job, you talked there about the commitment you need to do. Uh, how do you find that balance? Have you been able to find that balance as a result? On the journey. I'm on the, I'm on the way to find the balance. It's quite difficult. Uh, that's what people... So again, media typically glorifies the end results of e-commerce businesses or businesses generally speaking. So when I sit with people and they go like, ah, oh, you're lucky you have a business. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys are killing it. The reality is, yes, media glorifies the beauty of it. It's just a lonely road and it's very tough to balance between life, between work, between uh, all the divisions within a business. Like me and my partner, when we launched, it was uh, the, the two of us. We had to do everything, whether mm. it's finance, marketing, uh, HR, whether it's sourcing the products, signing with suppliers, you name it. Um, in terms of the, the, the products themselves as well, because yes. we're talking about the balance that you and your team yes. uh, are trying to achieve, um, how much, and again, it, it sort of sparked my, 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 my interest, with the, the fact that we were talking about CSR with our previous guest as well. How key are you on, on sourcing products internally in order to sort of create the balance and create sort of industries within industries here as well? You, is, that, is that one of the things that sets you apart? Um, yeah, so one of the things that sets us apart is our products fall into two main categories. Yeah. One is products that we produce ourselves. Another is uh, products that we outsource to third parties. And I'll tell you why we're kind of different than generally what other suppliers do. The moment the customer places the order, uh, is the time we place the order from the supplier, for example, take flowers, for instance. Um, this allows us to do two things. One, to give you the most or the, 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 the freshest possible flowers delivered to you, the longest living, because typically retail, uh, they're able to store flowers for anywhere between days to weeks, sometimes prior to t selling them. For us, it's not the case. You get the freshest batch of the freshest flowers. Uh, second thing is it makes us avoid waste, which means we can always maintain our prices uh, at the same level. So something that constantly happens is on Valentine's Day, flower shops generally uh, shoot up their prices because they're being charged more as a premium from the suppliers. We don't increase our prices. We keep them the same. Uh, we want to give that uh, kind of experience to the end user. 
I'm also interested to know, and uh, one thing that you, you mentioned a minute ago, which, which struck me, was you were talking about previous ventures. Yes. And you were talking about the learning curve of previous yes. ventures, if the things didn't go according to plan in certain uh, aspects as well. But that ability to learn from one's mistakes, yeah. I, I don't want to use the F word, I don't want yes. to say failures yes. or anything like that, yes. because I think there is no such thing as failure, isn't it? You're just learning. You need to. You need to go through that path. Otherwise, you don't know the value of what you have. And and I sold my... So I had an agency right before Blooming Box, and I, I decided to sell my shares to launch Blooming Box. I was that passionate about it, and I and, and I saw the potential. Both me and my partner, Jaya, saw the potential. And, and we both did the same thing. He quit his full-time job and uh, joined me full-time. So yeah. we, we saw the, 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 the passion and the potential behind it. Is that something you notice a lot, Petri? Absolutely. Yeah. I, what I, I really want to pick up on, though, Tarek, is you mentioned that one of your businesses was, was all logic and yes. one, one was emotion. Yes. So which was which? So I had a business. Uh, I had two businesses in, in the past. One is a restaurant. One is a, a socks business. We mm -hmm. launched the Invisible Socks concept. It uh -huh. wasn't, uh, wasn't yet trendy in the region at that time, 2011. I've got those on today. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. At that time, no one was selling them. So we launched that. Uh, it was called Tozy. And that was purely based on the passion that I wanted to open a business. That, that was it. I, I didn't think behind the numbers, the costing, the selling price, nothing of that. And, uh, and that company didn't last a year. And then I launched uh, an agency based on the fact that everyone's heading towards digital, social. So I, I launched a social media agency with two other partners. And that's when I realized that uh, just two years down the line, it started becoming like a monkey on my, on my back. It was just jumping and jumping. So what, what passion and logic do is when you have both combined into a business, when the logic does not make sense, your passion keeps you going. When the passion goes down because it becomes like a jumping monkey on your back, the logic keeps you going. So you need to have both to balance a successful business. So Tarek, given opinion. that you're talking about you know, perhaps both sides of, of the same coin here, yes. we've been talking earlier about when you're recruiting, yes. what are the key attributes you're looking for someone, the top three? You've probably heard a few that have been mentioned already. What would, yes. you, what would you be looking for? So in 2010, when I was hired at, at, at the e-commerce, which was Kuban.com at that time, oh, yeah. uh, people assumed that the company was mine. That's how passionate I was about the company. And that's how I used to communicate to people. Not intentionally. It just happened that I defend the company. I, I you know, I do things to comp the competition to, to make them look, you know, small in front of us. And then I realized that it's, it's and I, I did make a difference in my opinion at that company, uh, quite a, quite a, a proper one. And, and to me, I do look for those attributes in an employee, something about passion, something about loyalty. And keep in mind, as a, as a startup, both me and my partner are not around all the time. We're mainly busy with meetings, suppliers. Uh, we're not really in the office. So you kind of need someone you can rely on at least uh, to make sure that when you're out, they take over the responsibility seriously. So Otherwise, I think the founder of, of Kibone was a great entrepreneur. Kenny, and he's, yes. had, he's had quite a few successes. Yes. And one of the things I'd say there is, you know, so you had that passion, you had that, you know, you really felt that you were part of the company. Correct. A great entrepreneur makes his staff feel that, doesn't he? Makes, Correct. Make, you know, it, it, it's not something that you should assume. You've Correct. got to earn it. I mean, he was young and he, he was an inspiration to many people. To us, I was, at that time, I was probably 19, 20. I had just graduated from college. He was 24 and... Uh, to me, he was my go-to source if I wanted yeah. to launch a business, and I and I was very transparent, and I told him I'm going to launch a business next year, and stuff. so and he was very helpful. He's been advising ever since. He's got a great e-commerce model into Saudi Arabia. Yes, so are, you, are, your, are your roses going to be going in there through him? Absolutely. Well, not right. uh, well. Let's see, but yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Um, I want to ask a question to both of you, if I may. Um, and it, 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 it's interesting. It's something that that I've been thinking about whilst listening to 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 to, to your experience as well, and also with your wealth of experience, Neil. Is there a, is there is there ever a right time 
and place for launching a business, for starting up? Or is there, is there an element of fate as well? Uh, is there an element of luck that contributes to success? Off to you. Sure. The, the interesting thing is that we constantly, me and my friends, we have a surrounding of, of friends that we talk about business all the time. And the word luck to us means the right place in the right time. Because the word luck is kind of too easy, right? You, you don't just get lucky. Uh, but you can work towards uh, an opportunity and be there at the right time. Uh, and then it, 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 you make it happen. It's just, there is no, you know, people, like for example, when Kuban launched in 2010, we had been just out of a crisis. Mm. And they launched the concept right against people who are suffering from the crisis because we were a discounted module offering people solutions where they can save money. So it made complete sense. So whenever there's a, there's a, a, a loaf for something, there's a rice for something else. Yeah, I think opinion. someone said that the harder you work, the luckier you get. So That's, that's a nice way of putting it. Uh, you know, I, 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 yes, I think there are lots of examples where something was launched at exactly the right time. But for every example like that, there's a hundred which it worked because the people, the execution plan, the recruitment and so on were, were, were bang on. Mm. And, and, and to that end, can you plan accordingly or not? Uh, I mean... You talk about the market being no. I think if you, if you hang around waiting for the right moment, the right moment to buy a share at its lowest price, the Correct. right the right moment to sell your house at the highest price, you're mm. going to be waiting a lot. So you know, set set a strategy, um, and and the longer term that strategy is, I, I I would say you're going to you're going to win over time. There will always be one-off instances that disprove that theory, but but if you if you stick out at it, uh, um, then, then go long term, definitely. And people will see that in you. They'll see that you're not trying to, you know, to, to cook the books in order to show massive profitability in, in year one. You're planning for, uh, for the need to invest in, in, in year one so that you can have much better growth in year two and year three. It's called Blooming Box, and we are encouraging you to get involved. If people want to find out more about Blooming Box, Tarek, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, our website is our main source, uh, www.bloomingbox.com, and we've got an Instagram and a Facebook handle, Blooming Box ME. Listeners, you can't see the flowers, but they're lovely. Yeah, you've brought one in. Thank you very so we're going to take yes. some pictures and put them up onto the site as sure, well, at Virtue Zone, sure. for you to have a little look at that. Uh, and so people can find out all the details they need online. They can download the, 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 the services completely. Yes. Uh, if you would like to f- do that, it's Blooming Box. All one word, is that right? One word, yes. All one word. Get involved now and find out all the latest. Um, fascinating chat. Really enjoyed you coming Thank in. Thank you very much for having uh, me. It's congratulations with the, uh, with the success today, and long may that continue as well. Thank uh, you. 180,000 flowers and counting. Hopefully counting more, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many of those have turned up at the Petch household? I was, yes, I was. I think maybe I've been buying more than receiving, to be honest. <laughs> uh, good on you. Our thanks to Tarek and uh, Abu much. Samra, co founder of Blooming Box. All the best to you and your team. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks very much indeed for coming in uh, to starting up. This is Dubai I 103.8.